Yeah. <laughs> we it says we are live. We are live. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Yes, we always check to see if technology is cooperating with us. And I believe it is. I believe it is. It is a winning Wednesday. And okay. Super excited to be here today for Real Talk, Real Solutions. How y'all <laughs> doing out there? How y'all doing out there? All right, all right, good stuff, good stuff. Super, super excited. Thank you all for joining us today. It is the Mother's Series, Mother Edition. This is the May, May Madness, where we celebrate, we highlight, we feature mothers. Woo, mothers, mothers, yes. mothers. I pray that you all had an amazing Mother's Day, that you felt love, you had time to receive love, joy, and most of all, peace, <laughs> if you will, in this time, in this season. But my name is Anana Pfeiffer Durham. Call me Dr. A. Blessed girl. Just call me. <laughs> call me. Call me. Don't call me late for dinner, what they say. But I, I'm super excited this evening um, to be here, to be sharing with you uh, Real Talk, Real Solutions. I have an amazing guest tonight. I cannot wait I hope you guys are ready because I'm ready to hear from her. I'm ready to hear her story. I'm ready to hear her nuggets. I mean, she is absolutely incredible. But you know what? Before we get in, I just want to say thank you. Welcome for everyone who is joining us. I hope you first push the like button, tag a friend, and make sure that you share this broadcast because this is all about moms, women, moms on a mission, and we are here to always uh, focus on the four C's, which is civility, it is community, it is creativity, and climate change. And I am sure we're going to touch on those four things today. But just even thinking about community, uh, I know um, just before I'm going to I'm going to bring her in, but I just wanted to even just take a moment. Um, you know, right now in this season, in this time, in the past 48, 72 hours, um, I know we've lost some amazing people. Uh, Andre Harrell, amazing, amazing producer, music producer, amazing, amazing things. Um, is it is it Little Little Richard? Y'all know Little Richard, <laughs> a legend, uh, Betty Wright. And you know what? And that's just, those are people that we don't even know personally, but when we talk about community, as a community, we feel the loss, right? You, I, I know I was just watching a, a a colleague stream her mom's funeral, you know, and you you felt that. So when we even speak about community, it's not even so much just, you know, someone that you may even tangibly touch, but as a community, we feel the loss, we feel the effects of COVID-19 and it is having. So I just hope again, you, you make sure that you tag, you like, and you share because we are coming through today with some encouragement, some inspiration, some positive energy to bless everyone on this evening. So it's a winning Wednesday. It is a winning Wednesday, regardless of what's going on. We are here to win. I have an amazing guest. You know what? Let me, I, I always like to give you a little bit so you can know who we talking about, who we who is on the screen tonight. And I know she's like, yeah, it ain't about all that. No, it is. I'm going to let them know about you, sis. <laughs> all right? This is Miss Natasha Gaydon. Now, here, here's what I, I said. She is a senior human resource management and training expert. Now, she's an expert, y'all. So if you got some questions <laughs> about human resources, you won't always get access to the expert. You might want to drop it in the comments. <laughs> Let's see if we can get you some help. <laughs> but she is an expert. She is the VP, Vice 
president of human resources at Domino's Pizza. We all know Domino's Pizza. They're the only ones hiring I see on the, on the commercials. <laughs> Domino's is hiring right now. That's <laughs> all so I know she's busy, right? She is the founder of Women with 2020 Vision. Oh, I can't wait to hear about that. Um, she also is the, the president and founder of Elevate Master Coaching LLC. She is a personal and executive coach in 10 states and two countries. Come on now. And I'm sure we got a whole lot of countries watching even tonight. So she right here. She's here for you. She's here for you. She's won, an, she's won numerous, numerous awards. Black Belt Speaker, Sharing My Voice, Gwinnett Business Bureau, uh, I Changed Nations Leadership Award. But here's the thing. Most importantly, she is a wife. She is a mother of four children and three grandchildren. Yes, this beautiful lady is a grandma. But again, most importantly, this is who she is. And I'm so glad that she is here um, as a mother, as a wife, but also as a big time business executive. Please, y'all put your hands together for Natasha Gaydon. I'll do the silent applause. Hey, sis. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction. Um, I'm, I'm just so honored to be here. Thank you so much. As I shared with you, I am super excited that I got to dress up and put some makeup on because I've been sheltering in place and, you know, it's just been pajamas. And so I'm so excited to be here to, to talk to you and to talk to everybody else that's out there. And let's just see what we get today. Ooh, ooh, y'all ready? Y'all better hold on tight. Buckle up. Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> because here we go. Now, how was your Mother's Day? Tell me, but let's let's just talk about motherhood. Let's let's get right okay. into it. So, my Mother's Day was quiet. Uh, it was peaceful. My husband did all of the cooking, which was yay, because he cooks really good anyway. So um, I didn't really do anything. I just kind of sat around and read and watched TV and, you know, talked to some other mothers, you know, and just, tell, you know, making sure they're enjoying themselves. And it was just a wonderful, quiet, peaceful time, you know. And so just like I like. Yeah. We don't get those that, that quiet and that peaceful time that often as mothers. Yeah. You know what, even thinking about mothers, because then we have mothers, you know what, we have friends that are mothers and mother-in-laws, and usually when you hustle and bustle, you got to make sure you get to this person's house, visit this person, do what have you, but it was it was definitely a, a time to just step back and, and enjoy, you know, and have yeah. that peace and just be about you, and I, I had the same experience, so that's good, so that's good. Yeah. So. But what are you thinking? What's going on? This is motherhood. This is mother edition. So, I mean, if you want to talk to the moms, I mean, you are one of the top executive HR managers, I'm going to say in the world. So how you balance that? What that look like? <laughs> oh, balance. That's so interesting that you, you said that. So here's my take on it. And I know some people may disagree, but this has been my experience with the word balance. Um, there's balance is a fallacy when it comes to motherhood and having a career. So the world tells you, you know, they teach us, oh, if you do this and you do that, then you'll be able to have a balance. But the truth of it is, is that sometimes you're a really great mom and you suck at work. And other times you're, you know, really good at work and you kind of suck being a mom. And so that's kind of been my experience is to learn to 
um, make really good decisions about what was priority at that time. You know, now the kids and the family, they're always priority, but you know, maybe I missed this dinner because I have to work late. And so when you try to find a balance, I think it, it causes more stress than what it really is. And I think we just kind of need to, to have more compassion about ourselves and say, hey, listen, I, I'm not going to be able to do it all. You know, I'm not, I'm not superwoman. I'm not superwoman. And a lot of times, you know, we try to, we project that. Um, you don't have to be superwoman. You just have to do the best that you can at that particular time on that day with that child, with that husband, you know what I mean? With that boss and, and that's it. And some, you know, some, um, and, and that's the, the best kind of balance you're going to be able to get is just to know that you don't have to have it all together. You know, there were times y'all and call me a bad mom where my child, my, my, my kids, um, you know, I was in a rush and mom, can I have some chocolate cake for breakfast? Ooh, chocolate cake. I'm a bad boy. Go ahead and have that chocolate cake. Listen, they are healthy. They are strong. They are athletes. Um, you know, they, 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 they focused on good nutrition and some of those things we worry about being, you know, as being moms and, and then having to be in a career, which is having, having a career, which is predominantly male focused. When you get into corporate America, you just have to be kind to yourself and say, you know what, I don't have to be perfect at everything, but I'm going to do the best I can with what I got right now today. It's about choices. So that's my take. on it. I love it. That, that 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 be kind to yourself. It's okay. You can have that chocolate cake for breakfast, baby. Yeah, you know, <laughs> not every day, but today we, we we're in a rush. You you want the chocolate? You, you got something in your stuff. It's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? So um, and I think sometimes we we're hard on ourselves, but we're hard on other mothers too. You know what I mean? We're hard on what school your child is going to, whether it's private school, whether it's public school, you know, um, who they're friends with, what they're wearing, things like that. And we just need to all know that motherhood is a, you spoke about community. It's a community experience, right? And no mother goes unscathed. You know, children are children and they have different personalities and we have to work and do various things. And so we just need to go easy on ourselves and go easy on each other you know, to get through this, this motherhood journey. It's been a lot of fun for me. It's been a lot of tears. It's been a lot of tears, but it's been so much joy and so much fun. And my last child was graduating this year. I have four children, one that's 30, 28, Lord Jesus, 20 and <laughs> 17. And, um, and the last one is graduating this year. She's here, she's valedictorian. She's going to University of Chicago. And um, we're so proud of her. But with these four kids, two girls and two boys, I'm telling you, it's been it's been a ride. But I'm so proud and so thankful that God chose me to be a mother. That, that's, that's good. Congratulations to, to, to you, to your daughter, to the family, because it definitely yeah. takes a unit. Right. Yeah. It takes a community. It takes a village. Yeah. Community. I'm, sure, I'm sure it is. And you, you how old is the oldest? Oldest one is 30. I was a, I was a teenage mom. I uh, was pregnant with my first son at 17. Okay. And then I had my second son when I was 19. So my last, my, 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 my youngest son was, I was like 38, 37, 38 when he was graduating high school. I wasn't even 40 yet. So I was a teenage mother and I uh, was a single mom for 
uh, about 17 years, mm -hmm. raising two boys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was the same way. I had my oldest son when I was 19. Yeah. I, baby, we grew up together. <laughs> you know, when you talk about cake, I remember one time I picked him up from the daycare or from the aftercare because, you know, he was in before care. He was in school. He was in aftercare <laughs> because I'm working two jobs, trying to balance it all. And I picked him up from daycare, signed him out. Right. I get in the car and drive off. <laughs> uh, I get to the light. <laughs> I look back. I'm just talking. He ain't even in the car. <laughs> If most if most mothers are honest, right? They've all had a I left my child moment. Some, you know what I mean? Even if it was in the house, I forgot about I left them. We've all had this moment of oh my goodness, but you know, that's just a part of it's just a part of being a mother, you know. I drove back, I'm like, oh my goodness, I left you. <laughs> you know, so when you talk about be kind to yourself. <laughs> You know what? You 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 certainly have to. So I, I could have only even imagine the stressors of mothers now that are trying to homeschool these babies and yes. work from home. And you know, you may not even have enough bandwidth. You may not have enough uh, laptops to even get everybody to work on. I mean, there's so many variables, right? But we still gotta be that mom. You know yes. what I mean? We still have yes. to be that pillar of support and everything you know lies and rises on us and things like that but it's 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 it's, it's definitely interesting so again shouts out to all the moms out there be kind to yourself we hope you are feeling love we hope you get some some encouragement inspiration if you have some comments if you need help with something definitely put that in the comments thank you so much everyone for joining i see the folks uh saying this a winning wednesday yes it is just what you needed to hear tammy is saying um so so yeah so yes yeah, so i i like that about balance because i i play with that word balance too because i really feel like you said sometimes it, it, it's out of whack, you know what yeah. I mean? But you're just doing the best that you can or right. what needs to be done. So there's right. never really like this, but it's just, you know, keeping everybody, what you, whatever the focus is, whatever the, the demand is at the time, you know, you do that. And sometimes it, it looks out of whack, you know, especially right. people on the outside. Right, if, if right. But, but but balance is eternal, right? And internal, right? It's an internal thing. It's a state of mind for me. It's it's me knowing that okay, I'm focused on the right thing. My priorities are right. So my heart is in the right place. So I'm gonna do the right thing. So that's my balance. But as far as you know, if the kids are always looking good, if there's always a, a meal on the table, if the house is always immaculate, that's not the kind of balance that I necessarily aspire to. Because again, I want to be kind to myself too, because if I'm no good, and, and trust me, this isn't something that, you know, I just, I was a teenage mom at 17 and I immediately got it. No, it took years and years and years for me to understand that, um, that my energy, my mood, affected my kids and my entire family. So for me to be able to, you know, be the best mom that I can be, I need to focus on self-care. I need to take care of me and I need to be kind to myself and forgive myself for not being the perfect mom or that child eating that pop tart. You know what I mean? And and um, you know, not making it to some things as though although I tried to make it to as many things as I could, you know, and just just be kind to yourself about that. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. 
I, I, I feel that thing when you said it deep down and forgive yourself. Yeah. You know what? Because, you know, I, and I even for myself, you know what? A lot of mistakes we've made, right? Yeah. I think motherhood is the biggest thing. You know, we're going to make mistakes so many times along the way, right? Because there's no real, there's no playbook. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. There's no for this thing, right? Every child is different. Every personality is different. Every relationship is different, right? So, so you're gonna make so many mistakes. But that motherhood guilt, whoo, that's heavy, sis. That is something else. I'm sure you felt it. I mean, how you know? And I definitely want to get into your your corporate, that executive uh, lane. But just even talking about that, and there were times when I'm sure you had to miss some things, right? Or oh. you know. How did that, how did you balance that, 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 ooh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Let's so absolutely. And let me tell you how serious it was. So, um, at the time I was traveling at one point, I, I was traveling 30% of the time. I got up to 80% of the time. So every job I've had since my children were little, I have, been, it's been regional. I've been jumping on a plane. I've been driving that, you know, I've never like really shown up to a particular office and just had to work there. The airport was my office. And so the way that I was able to do that was I had a great support system, right? Like when you are a working woman and you are ambitious and you're climbing the ladder, which by the way, it wasn't my intent to initially climb the ladder. My intent was just to be able to provide a good life for my, my children. I didn't want them to grow up with some of the, and deal with some of the things that I had to deal with. So, you know, we always try to be better, right? I'm going to be better. And so, you know, I began growing in my career that way. And then it just kind of took off, but I had a great foundation of a support system. You know, my sisters, my parents, you know, they were always there for me to be able to help me with my children. And I prioritized you know, not being gone for an extended period of time. I prioritized uh, making every single basketball and football game. So there were times when I was getting off the plane in traffic, rushing to get to them and making sure that they just saw me, that they saw me. So there were certain things, again, I, you know, I had a plan and I had a great support system and that's how I was able to be able to do everything that I've been able to do. I said, shout out to my mom. Come on. Who has sacrificed for me. So true story. I just have to say this. Um, my mom, when I got pregnant and uh, like I said, I was 17 and I needed to finish school. My mom quit her job to watch my son. So I could finish school and continue to go on. And so she, you know, as mothers, we make those kind of sacrifices all the time. Shout out to my mom, who always, you know, from day one made sacrifices. And um, she really is the wind beneath my wings. So that's good. I feel that. We love you, mom. I, I, I love I'm you, mom. Way. Stay in the house, mom. Stay in the house. <laughs> Stay in, stay home. <laughs> I, I am, am the same way. My mother was the same thing. Her and my oldest is like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm she, sure. she thinks that's her child, right? You too. <laughs> Ma, you out there? She know that's her poop. Oh, boy. <laughs> 
But I, I certainly would not be here today if it was not for the support of my mother, the same mm -hmm. way as a single mom. So so that's true. So so definitely we we love you. Elizabeth Fife, I know you on this line here. <laughs> What's your mom's name? Shout her out. What's mom's name? Patricia Taylor. Patricia Patricia Taylor. Patricia so, Taylor. Yeah, she's probably if she's not on, she's trying to get on because I started a watch party, so she might be in there. We'll see. Okay, okay, good stuff. <laughs> and you know what? And if you're watching and you had a mom or even an auntie or someone, a, a church mother, somebody who really had your back and supported you, shout them out on here. I mean, that's it. This is the mother's edition. Oh, there she goes. She said, I'm here. Uh -huh. I'm here. <laughs> Hi, mama. Uh -huh. <laughs> shout out, you know, that that mother figure for you, you know, because yeah. we all may not have our moms. Some people have lost their mothers or relationships may not have been that way. But if if you had that support system and you had a woman that stood in the gap for you as you were trying to, you know, to achieve and finish school and, and, and work and, and make that money, you know, whatever it is, you know, shout them out, you know, like let's, let's yeah. just even take a moment to, to recognize um, those that have supported us so much. So thank you so much, Terrence. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for, for joining us. Um, but yes, yeah, so let's take a moment again. Let's, let's, let's recognize those mothers. Let's recognize those mother figures that have been so supportive to us. Um, so, all right. So teenage mom, right. Uh, yes. and then you, you know, of course the, the support system. So you went back to school. Tell, tell me a little bit about yes, that. Yes. I, I went back to school and, um, and then I worked, and then I went back to school and I worked and I went back to school and eventually I got my, my bachelor's degree in human resources management. And I'm currently in school now because I'm a forever learner. I'm always getting a certification in something or learning something. And uh, so I'm, in, I'm, I'm getting my master's now in ministry with a specialization in spiritual formation. So I'm in school now and I will be going to get my my doctorate degree. And so one day you'll be able to call me Dr. Gates. Yes. I'm claiming it. Yes. And so that that's that's the trajectory I'm on right now. So <laughs> and I'm having a lot of I'm having a lot of fun. I'm I'm really doing what I feel like uh God has purposed me to do, what I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm really just having the time of my life right now. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Now, let's talk about a bit about stability. Now, you work in human resources. Yes. Oh my goodness! Talk, tell, I mean, even just about that is something that you're passionate about. Um, and I always, I mean, you know, civility is really just our responsibility. You know, of really, and I'm sure that's a major part of human resources. I could even imagine. Um, yeah. let, let Let's talk about that, if you will. Touch on that. You're the expert, baby. Oh. <laughs> So, you know, one of the reasons I, I didn't start out in human resources, I started out in operations and operations management and training. And then I end up getting into human resources. And the reason why I love human resources so much is because you touch every area of the business. Right. You touch marketing, you know, you touch IT, you touch the operations piece. There's no part of the business that you're not a part of. And also what you do should help that business because you're aligning uh talent and people with business strategy, right? And so I love being able to do that. I love being able to find the way to bridge the gap between the employee and the company. And, you know, finding that middle ground where we can agree and we can, we can do what's right. The business can continue to happen because business has to happen to be able to pay people so they can go and pay their bills, right? 
And, you know, and but also we have to take care of these employees who are coming in and taking care of customers and they're coming in and they're they're handling. They're on the front line. Right. Like, really, they're on the right now. They are so on the front line. These essential workers, these people out here, you know, I've been able I've been blessed. I've been able to work from home. Right. Um, But there are people that have not been able to work from home and they're there on the front line, giving it everything that they have. And so we have to do right by them as well. So I I love and I feel very um, honored to be in a place, you know, where I can affect change in that way, if that makes sense to you. Uh, you know, where I really feel like I can affect change. I love hiring people. I love promoting people. I love to see them going on and being successful. Um, I love coaching people. So that's a lot of human resources. Now, there's a negative side to human resources as well, right? You know, you got fire folks, um, you know, disciplined people. Uh, COVID-19 has been extremely challenging for probably from the middle of March until probably about a week or two ago, I was pulling my hair out because we're in uncharted territory. Nobody's ever gone through this before and dealing with people issues and trying to make sure folks are safe and your business is still open and you don't have to eliminate jobs. And you, I think you had mentioned earlier, Domino's Pizza is hiring. We are hiring, we are bringing people on, we are not eliminating any positions uh, we are hiring people and we're trying to help you get paid. And there are very there's a variety of positions within, you know, within our company. So I've been pretty excited about that. But we have people that are sick. People that don't have insurance, uh, people who whose mothers and grandmothers that they live with have underlying conditions. And so just really dealing with a lot of that has been it has been stressful. You know, it's been it's been stressful than more. Um, of the normal stuff that I have to deal with. It's been a challenge, but you know, we're getting through it. I'm definitely getting through it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Now, you know, being in this role and being a corporate executive, I've had that. <laughs> I, I was in corporate America and as a, a d- administrative director, and I know that comes with a whole lot of weight. <laughs> Talk to us a bit about uh, some of the challenges and another one of the C's is creativity. And I would okay. love to know how you had to, uh, I'm sure be creative. Um, and then I look at you as an African-American woman, um, in this role, I'm sure you've had some, some challenges in regard to that. I mean, and again, those women that young women that may be aspiring, um, to be in a role as yourself, um, what, what kind of, um, inspiration, encouragement, what would you say uh, to, and, and not even young. I mean, you know, those women that make career wise that, you know, would, would like to be in a position as you are right now and what they consider successful. What, what okay. would you say? Okay. So it, a lot to unpack there, but what, I, what I'll say is that um, being in corporate America is extremely challenging. Climbing the ladder in corp- corporate America is extremely challenging for anybody right? Particularly for women. Okay. And then there's also that layer of being African American and there's still institutional racism that does happen. I'm in human resources. I've seen it throughout my career. And so I know that it, that it is still there. Um, it was, it was challenging for me because a lot of the times I would work so hard right? Trying to be seen, trying to show my worth and what I could do. 
and somebody mm -hmm. over there would be getting acknowledged and they don't even, they don't even come to work. They're, they're, they're a C minus player at best. So that was the frustration that I had initially going in. But then what I would tell people is stop and pay attention and then create a strategy and a plan for your life. Right. Yeah. 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 So I'll yeah. write that in the comments. Stop. Yeah. So, so when you, when you, when you get done with the pity party, when you get done with the complaining, when you get done with the, they did me wrong and you may be right. When you get done with that and then you stop and you 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 look around and you listen and you peep game and you see what's going on and then you change your strategy. Right. And politics are heavy, heavy. And there's a part of playing the game that you're going to have to do. A lot of times I hear people say and I just shake my head. I don't even argue with folks anymore. Like there's a meme I put up a long time ago that said, uh, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. You say one plus one equals five. Enjoy love. Right. So but what I hear a lot is, well, I don't feel like fooling with these people. I fool with these people that work all the time and I don't want to see. I don't want to see them after work. Well, guess what, sis? After work is where people get to know you. People promote you because of them knowing you. I, I had my old boss and current mentor to this very day always says to me, I, Natasha, I need to know that he's a real person. I need to know that she's a real person on the golf course, bowling, after work, after drinks. You don't have to, if you don't drink, you don't have to go there and get drunk because other people are getting drunk, but you do need to show up. So you do need to play the game a little bit. Sitting on conference calls and or being in a meeting and have, having absolutely nothing to say um, just because, yes, the rest of you, the peers are pontificating and saying the same thing over and over again. And you don't want to play that game. You need to play the game. You need to say something. You need to speak up. And so those are kind of things, you know, with playing the game that you have to do. But on the other side of playing the game is not playing the game, which means bringing your whole self to work. I was I was talking to somebody this about the other day. The same person that y'all are getting on this live right now and um, is the same person that I am at work. The same person I'm at home is the same person I am at work. I bring my whole self to work. People know who I am. They know what they're going to get. And that, in a sense, makes people more comfortable with you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't, I, I, I am very strong willed. I don't play. Okay. So I'm not the kind that if you cross me in a meeting or you're trying to set me up and you steal my idea that I'm going to just sit there and then go back and to complain with someone else. I'm going to write this is going to be handled right there, right there. And those are kind of leadership qualities that you have to have. If you want to, you want to play the big game with the big players in the boardroom, you know, you got to be able to sit there put a rod in your back and be able to use the gifts and talents that God has given you. I learned a long time ago what my gifts and talents were, and I decided to use them. And so that's something no one can take away from me. And so I use them in, in the corporate world. But yes, you know, if you want to you want to you want to be you want to play that game, you have to dress. You know, you, you always hear people say, you know, dress for the job that you want. Right. Not for the job that you have. You know, and there are people that are still in positions right now looking to get promoted and they're still dressing casual because that's what the dress code says. Not me. I'm dressing for the CEO job because that's what I want. And 
and I'm a CEO type. That's who I am. You know what I mean? So, you know, part of it is playing the game, bringing your whole self, having your, your planning, your strategy that you want, and then executing on that plan and strategy and refusing to hear the word no. You know, yeah, people are going to tell you no, doors are going to be closed, you're going to be done wrong, but you got to decide, am I going to sit there and I'm going to talk about it or am I going to be about it? And that's been my experience with um, with climbing the corporate ladder. And last thing I'll say is always do a good job because that's undeniable. You know what I mean? Nobody owes you anything. No one. And there's always see somebody seeking to get something higher and better. But if you can say that you have done a good job, I have done my best, then you're successful already. And if that company doesn't recognize it, then there is a company that will trust me on that. But we have to get past that fear we have sometimes of, oh, this is the only place I can work or I can't, you know, be without income. And, you know, yeah, those things are real, but it's all, but God is also real too. You know what I mean? And he, he, he wants you, he cares about the desires of your heart and wants you to live in abundance and not in a place where you're being held down and where people are, you're invisible and people don't want to have anything to do with you. So sometimes we need to come out of that, that spirit of fear, right? And bring, bring our whole self to the table. And if y'all ain't going to appreciate what I'm bringing to the table, then somebody else will. And that, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> Baby, listen, I don't know who watching. I hope y'all getting it because this is million dollar stuff right here. Listen, y'all, y'all better get this. You, 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 how, how you gonna have a VP top executive around the country sharing some real talk, right? And real solutions for you and those that are in corporate America want to be and want to promote. You're talking right, sis. And it's, it's just real. And that's what I love. I got to tell you, that's one thing. When you when you said about that, like you you have to do the after work engagements. You don't like them. They don't like you. It don't matter. I need to be at the table. I need to be at the dinner meetings, right? I need to be on the golf course. I need to be at the 5K runs. I need to be at the horse racing. Well, you, I, I'm sure you know, but, I, but you, that's growth too. Right. It, because you it, don't it feel is. comfortable. Come on. Talk it about is. That. It is. And then some of those people that you think you don't like, you find out they become some of your best advocates, champions, mentors, friends. You know, it, it, it's it's really and I don't want to you know, I don't mean any harm to offend someone, but it, it is a very immature way to look at things. And when you grow past it then you understand that it is a it is a bigger picture. I've been sitting in boardrooms and talent reviews where we're deciding who's going to be the next, you know, three, four layers down. Right. You could be, you know, you'd be entry level. Who's going to be going up to the next VP? And, and this is the conversation. OK, how are their good? Their results Oh, the results are good or the results are mediocre, whatever, whatever. OK, well, what do you think? What do you think? Well, I don't really I don't really know him. I don't really know her. Those are the real conversations that are happening or yeah, I know such and such and they did this and they did that. And yeah, I saw them and we talked about this. They got four kids. They got all those things that we try to keep out of the workplace become very important later because people need to know you before they're going to trust you in those higher level positions. So it that is a part of it. 
you know, like it or not, it is what it is. And, and that's what happens. You're, you're talking right. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. You're talking right. You're blessing somebody tonight. I hope that they're hearing it. They're getting it because I, that that's a process. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't have a mentor, you don't have a coach, you don't have someone telling you that. Right. right. And, you, and, and I remember thinking the results are the results that I do the numbers. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like you think I was there numbers. too. I was there too. Going nowhere. Making all this money for the company, doing everything, going nowhere, child, until I sat back. Listen, I am not a heavy drinker, okay? And so during, you know, work events, you know, I'll go show my face, especially in human resources. I always just go to show my face and then I leave because I know they're going to be bad and I don't want to be there, right? So I always go, child, I will nurse a drink for two hours. It'll be the same drink. I'll be nursing to just sip the same drink. Just but just having conversations, authentic conversations. You don't need to BS people. That's not what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You don't need to do that. But just having authentic conversations where you're interested in people and giving them an opportunity to be interested in you because we are more than those hours that we that we put in at work. The people that I work with now and the executive team that I work with now, I know all about them and their family. Um, they know about me, I trust them. And um, we have a really, really good rapport, you know, because we because we know each other. That's, that's good, that's powerful. powerful. Yeah. Powerful. And, and it is definitely in corporate America, even if, even a business owner. I mean, you yeah. know, it just it crosses all, all, all landscapes, if you will. It's so important to build that rapport. You said peep game. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Bring your whole self. You know, don't try to be somebody else. Don't try, you know what I mean? Like be be who you are. Um, and, and the strategy, and God is real. And I say he favors you, honey. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I belong in the room. Sometimes, you know, and I'm even working on a program now that you, you know, we we tend to shrink, you know, we'll stand in the back, you know, on the side. Yes. Like, you know, and and it is it's that imposter syndrome, right? And listen. I still fight it. You know, you know, God will put me in a position, elevate me to a place, give me an assignment, something. And then I sit there and I get it and I get ready to do it. Then I'm like, Ooh, I'm not supposed to be here. I don't, I'm not supposed to be, I'm, these folks going to find me out. They're going to find me out. I'm not supposed to be here. That's imposter syndrome, right? But you have to realize that you are exactly where you need to be and you already are equipped with everything you need to do to do the job. And then what I always tell people is what I don't know, there's always Google. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna sit around the way. I will Google anything. I will YouTube anything. And what I don't know, I am going to go and find it out. I'm not just gonna sit there and not know it. And so, you know, that it's that imposter syndrome that we all face because we don't feel that we deserve to be where we are and that we're we're good enough. And I'm going to tell y'all this, there is no job that I ever entered, you know, was promoted into that I was really qualified for. I wasn't qualified. Not by stand, but not by, you know, job description standards, but but I got in there and then I did it anyway and I knocked it out the ballpark. So don't be worried about qualifications. I always go for jobs that are higher than what. That's what I I would always just apply for jobs that 
you know, most people say, oh, you don't have a chance of getting, and guess what? I get them. Yes. <laughs> Tammy said, yes. <laughs> right. They got their and, hands up, Chris. Come on, come on. And listen, and, I, and, I, and I'm telling y'all this in, in, in the most humble way that I can, because I know that it's not me, it was God, right? I know that it was it was God directing my path, leading me into the situations and putting me in the places and, and the people in my life that he wanted me to be in. But I had to take that step to go and do what I needed to do. And that's what I want y'all to get from, you know, get from this. Stop holding yourself back. You can go and be great. Go go do something crazy that's scary, that's challenging and and, and watch you get through it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Watch you get through it. So that's been my experience. That's so, so, so good. Stop holding yourself back. And and, and that that's just good. That, that, that's just good. That's just real good, good. And that's why I always say, just say yes. We're so prone to say no. No. <laughs> if the opportunity comes, if somebody is saying, I don't have to know everything. I don't have to know all the answers. Put me in the room. Like you said, I'm a Google. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out when I get there. I'll oh. figure it out. And God is going to give me the downloads. He's going to give me the favor. Like, like what we're talking about, what we're praying about, what we're praising about. You better say yes. And it's not yet. Yeah, we say yes, Lord. But yeah, yes, when that opportunity comes. Yes, yes when somebody say, do you want to go here? You don't know how you're going to get there. I ain't got the money. I ain't got this. I, yes. Right. That's not because, your problem. You know what I mean? Because we're so focused on the how. How something's going to get done. The how is God. We, we just need to be focused on the what, the how is God. We we have never produced anything anyway. So get it out your head that you're producing something because you're not producing anything anyway. That's all God. So stop worrying about how this is going to get done and how God is the how. We focus on the what. What did he tell me to do? What situation did he put me in? What am I not being obedient in that I know that I'm supposed to be doing? And then let him handle the how because he's going to handle it much better anyway. His promotion is greater than any promotion we could ever have. See, I'm not going to preach tonight. I'm not going to do it. You better come on. I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> come all the way through tonight. Okay? This real talk. <laughs> come all the way through. You better bring it tonight. Okay? Then I said preach. They said preach. <laughs> Reverend Gay said preach. Reverend Ivy McCoy said you better come on to preach. Bring you know, I, I really, it, I really, there is no no for me unless God says no. I, I just don't accept it. I it, and I know everybody is not like that. But what I say to people is just get a little bit like that. Look how many doors you would be able to just go through if you just. You know, you 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 say yes to opportunities, but you just don't let anybody walk around here tell you no. Unless God, when God says no, then it's no. Other than that, it's open for interpretation. Baby. <laughs> I let it marinate. It's so funny. I, I let it marinate. They gotta get it, sis. <laughs> you know, I receive all that. <laughs> Let, it, let that marinate. <laughs> Sister, oh, no help for me. Y'all better put that in the comments. Y'all better say it. Put it on your timeline. You, you say it in the mirror. Say
say it to yourself. There's no no for me. Unless it came from God, if he gave me the yes, and I promise you, he already gave you the idea. If he said it, that's yours. If he's showing you, if he gave you the vision, if he gave you the dream, it's, he, he already want to put it in your hand. He already, It's already yours, y'all. My God. My God. They're getting it. I ain't got to let that sit. Let that settle in your spirit tonight because y'all seeing it. Y'all know it. You got the vision. You know, you see yourself somewhere else, way beyond where you are today. You see it. Whew. Mm, that's good, sis. And, you, and, and, and another thing I'll add, because it made me think about it when you said you see it. You see it. You see it. Everybody else may not see it because it's not for them. And so we got to stop making destiny decisions based on what other people told us about what God showed us, what God showed you. I learned a long time ago, you know, when I, cause I used to, you know, I would, God would tell me something and then, you know, you just want to go share it, you know, and then you want to get your support and run and then you go share it. And then people are like, Oh, um, are you sure? Then you start questioning yourself. Then the imposter syndrome comes in and then you don't go forth and do what you you know, know that you're you're supposed to do because it's all of that negative energy. And it's not because they don't love you or care about you, but they just don't see what God showed you. So sometimes we need to take that thing and just run with it. Take it and go because God said go. You don't need some, you don't need mama, you don't need sister, you don't you don't need your best friend. Some you know what I mean? You don't need all validation from those people for what God showed you. That holds us back a whole lot. So when you get that vision and when you see, when you see and you know that it's from God, then that's revelation. That's revelation. And you got to move forward. You got to go. You got to go and watch your life be changed and and just turned upside down for the good, for the good. That's vision, baby. That's, that's vision. That's that. Man, yeah. you know, I always say, cause I'm so like visual, like, you know what I mean? I try to break this down. You see, you got them glasses on. Those mm -hmm. glasses is for you to see correctly. Right? Yeah. God has given you the vision. He's right. given, he's prescribed your vision, right? But if I try to put them glasses on and I put those glasses on my face, it ain't gonna look right, sis. <laughs> right, and, and then your vision gonna be all blurry because we don't have the same prescription. This ain't a one size fits all thing. God don't operate like that. You know, and I think we forget that sometimes. He's dealing with us personally. You know, you have a personal purpose. You have a personal thing in your life that he may be calling you to do. And, and you have to personally walk that thing out. The prescription may be blurry for somebody else. That's why they can't see. No. You but you can see clearly. Take your glasses back, baby. Put your vision back on. Put your own glasses on and keep on seeing and keep on walking with the vision God gave you. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You wouldn't do that normally, right? Right, you, right. You wouldn't do it. You can't just pick up a pair of glasses and put them on and think you're going to see can't. right. You can't. You can't. You can't. Mm. You can't. My God, my God. That's good. That's real talk, y'all. Look, they said, y'all, you are preaching up in here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is real talk, real 
Gaylin Solutions. Yeah, I'm saying I got the amazing soon to be Dr. Natasha Gaylin on the line because we speak those things as they already are. All right. So she is here. She is sharing. She, you put your nuggets in the comments. One thing is Mother's Edition. We are honoring mothers. I want you to go to anonafifer.com. Put your nuggets. Uh, you click connect. You message me your nuggets. We're going to do a raffle after our last Actually, oh, wow. yeah, at our last um, episode, we're gonna raffle all the all the mothers who have went to the website and plugged in and given their nuggets and shared. If you do it once, twice, three times, you go in three, four times, right? So you go to anonafifer.com, put your comments in, put your takeaways in because we we want to know, we want to stay connected. But we're gonna be giving some gifts away uh, at the end of the month, so make sure you stay tuned to that. Oh my goodness! Look, look at the time; it's just gone, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> This, 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 oh my, this, this is so good. This is so, so good. I know I'm I really enjoying that. myself. Right? You know, we talked about it, just putting on some makeup and getting on here and talking to each other yes. today. Yes, yes, I stuff, miss right? that. I miss that. Yes. That, that, that's good. That's good. How are you, sir? Mr. Wendell Graham, glad you could join us tonight. Tammy says she is loving it. I think she's down in South Carolina. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Um, So listen, we, we're going to wrap this thing up because time is just flown by, but we know you're going to be back. You know, we, we're going to okay. definitely keep this thing going because, I mean, and, and I love this because, you know, we, we're talking corporate, right? We're talking, you know, right, uh, in right. that area, right? We're blessing people, but we're still talking about your purpose, right? right we're still right. talking about walking in favor and being right. your authentic self in right. any environment. My right. God, my God. Right. That's good. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right, so so sis, okay, let me let me let me do one more thing. We got the last C to talk about, but then okay. I also want you to make sure you you tell the folks about about you, how they can connect with you. But you know, I'm sure even with P Domino's Pizza and even being a mom and, and grandmother, let's talk a bit about climate change and and what okay. are you doing in your household, even corporately? What are some things you would even suggest? Because even as mothers, we are. You know that in our family, what we do, they follow, right? right if I say right. we ain't using plastic bags no more, we going with paper, they're gonna follow, right? Right, 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 right. Reusable, you know, recycling, my family, my, my children will follow. So I, I think that is so important um for us to understand as leaders, you know, as women, um, as mothers. So let's just talk about a bit about climate change and what things can do and how you know what what you see in your experience in that in that area. So so what we do. We do recycle some things. We don't recycle everything just yet. It's been a slow process. And that's one thing I will tell people as they get into the recycling and, you know, you get in, you know, just educate yourself, learn more, and you'll see your lifestyle change. But we are growers. So we have, we have gardens. And so we believe in, you know, giving back to the earth that good oxygen by growing organic uh, fruits and vegetables, which we also take in. Um, you know, to be healthy, to be healthier ourselves. So we have uh, we have nice gardens out there and we love going and playing with the dirt and recycling and dealing with the compost, you know, everything we, you know, the taking the seeds and reusing, you know, reusing them from the fruits and vegetables that we created. And so it's just like the cycle of life and just watching things grow. And that's, that's how we contribute uh, to it. I do believe that climate change is very important. I am, I am, uh, disappointed that the science that has come out about um, 
you know, what is going on with the earth right now is not being taken seriously, you know, and my prayer is that, you know, that each person does, because it's not about a big, massive thing to be, it's about, it's an individual responsibility. And if we each do what we're supposed to do, that in turn is going to make the world better. That is, it's going to impact the climate. So it's, you know, just don't focus on the whole, the whole big footprint, but what's your footprint, you know, and start with your home and then your children and just learning more about it. And I always tell everybody, go, go do a garden, go, go, go plant something, go grow something. You know, it's good for the earth and it's good for you. Indeed, indeed. No, that that's great. And of course, even with COVID nineteen now, you know, we see slowing down, and you know, starting to make our own stuff. We starting to cook more. You know, yes. figuring out things. We're not we're driving less. So I even think like the earth is taking a good deep breath. You know, getting a, a fresh, uh, you know, feeling because of we're giving it a break. You know what I mean? So the animals are everywhere. The animals that you never saw are out there everywhere. We look outside, we're like, oh, they feel free now because we're because we're in the house, you know? And so now you're starting to see all these different animals just come out and it's just like, Lord, we just we just took their home and just, <laughs> so, and they're coming out now. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Indeed, yeah. Indeed. Well, sis, I wanna thank you um, thank from you. the bottom of my heart. The response has been incredible. Um, you know, and we'll go back and I'm sure we'll connect with everybody and, and, you know, in the comments and we thank everyone for watching. Um, I, I just appreciate you just for your willingness for your yes. Um, you know, because as soon as I, you know, reached out to you, it was like, yeah, what we doing, <laughs> you know, and, and I appreciate that, um, because we need that, you know, just, just that sisterhood, you know, yes. woman to woman, like I got you, like, let's, let's just what, what you need. Let's do it. I'm jumping in and we'll, we'll figure it out later, but this is what we're Absolutely. doing. <laughs> that, that Absolutely. is, and thank you for what you're doing. It, you know, what you're doing in this platform and showcasing people and talking about these topics, it is much needed. Uh, you have a great personality for this. You're doing a fantastic job. I will be tuning in from now on. So I'll be in the comments too, saying my little stuff too. So, but I appreciate you for having this platform and for you answering and saying yes to your call. Uh, because this is important. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure. So thank you guys for tuning in. As I always say, make sure you like, tag, and share this episode. You will see this on Instagram, right? We'll be on Instagram, IGTV, Anana, Blessed Girl, uh, Spotify. You just look up Dr. Anana, Real Talk, Real Solutions. Um, let's, let's keep this going. I thank you so much for your support. I always allow my guests to give the closing remarks. Please let the people know how to connect with you, but you leaving with the good, good words, sis. <laughs> you know what I would tell people right now and then this season is to breathe, really. And it may sound like a simple thing, but it, it's really not. Take the time each day to just stop and to just breathe. There's so much going on. There's a lot going on that's, that's out of our control, right? That we can't do anything about. And it's causing a lot of anxiety for people and a lot of stress. And I just say, take the time to take care of yourself during this season of unhurriedness and take the time to breathe. It is so important for your health. When this is all over, we want to be here. So breathe. Mm. That's my final word. 
I love it. Here's, let's do exercise. Let's breathe together. We're going because I said let's 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 just do it. You know, you got sit straight. <clears throat> I got a breathing app, y'all. <laughs> wait, wait. Let's just the breathing app. Okay, Bro, I, I do because that's how real that is. Like Listen, you know, it's so like, It is. Yes. I, I mean, life happens. I care for my father, the kids, everything, businesses. I got to remind myself to breathe, yes. right? And, and so, listen, we're gonna take a minute. We're we gonna breathe together. Hold on, let's we're gonna leave. This. We're gonna leave with breathing. So I want you just to sit straight. Close your eyes. We're gonna breathe for one minute. Take a nice, nice deep breath. This is gonna make sure we do it right. Be still. Bring your attention to your breath. That's what it tell me to do. Nice deep breath in. Inhale. Hold it. And release. The funny thing is, your stomach should go out when you breathe. Inhale. One more. That's good. Hmm. You said breathe. We are breathing. And everything that we've shared tonight, we just pray that it really, I said my word was marinate. Let it, let it saturate. You take that in. You, you be of purpose, no more imposter syndrome. You will be your authentic self and move forward. Be bold, be you. And to all my mothers out there, be blessed, girl. Thank you for joining. Have a great evening.